Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. It's us again. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Big results in South America last night, and England are up tonight. It's Friday, 17th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Hunter-Raja. Now the ramble can begin. It's Friday, everybody, and there are smiles in the studio. Pete, have you got a new grill? I've... I have got a new grill, yeah. I'm, I bought it from a shop and I'm cooking all my food on it and uh, I'm uh, having a healthy time. A multi-purpose grill. I'm not eating any vegetables. Uh, I'm mm. wearing a suit. I'm basically John Pearson of the Ramble. I'm just <laughs> eating steak. Uh, right, let's get on the show. Well, let's get on with the show. Let's get on with the show. I worry about I've got into uh, Undertaker's friend, haven't I? Oh, I'm Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Is he? He's not really Undertaker's... I worry about the boys of the future. <laughs> Uh, If you don't know who he is, then well done. You also Um, sound like the gingerbread man as well. (laughs) Oh, no! Um, Gentlemen, we have to start by saying the Tbilisi curse has been broken Mm, for the Bonnie Scots. A bit. What do you mean a bit? (laughs) Did they do that? But that's not. It's, it's the, the the curse was that they always lost there, Jim. Yeah, but so are you not counting that as a draw? I'm, I am counting it as a draw. Okay, but it's, it's not a win. I'm, I don't. I think the. I think the curse. No, your isn't. curses. I don't think the curse is done. <laughs> right. No. I think that. So if Benfica win a European falling. trophy on penalties, you're like, nah, not good enough. <laughs> Well, they did, if they if Benfica win, mm. their curse is broken, isn't it? I'm I'm not having this. Well, okay, Jim. Did you, did you see the curse of the Colonel was broken quite recently? What was that? Uh, it's the one in Japan, the baseball one. 
in Osaka. I thought you were talking about the KFC for a minute. Well, so did I. Yeah. I am talking about oh, KFC. Oh, oh, oh. I am talking about the Colonel's Curse. Please, it, they, please I, I can't remember what it's like. Hanshin Tigers. I can't remember which um, baseball team were in Osaka, but uh, in the late eighties, I think um, they won uh, a big baseball tournament. I don't really know what that is. The World yeah. Series of Japan or whatever. The Japan um, Series. And, and everyone would jump if you looked like one of the players in the team. You would jump in the Dottenbori River. Um, oh. Unfortunately, there was a couple of uh, American guys who were playing on the on the. Team. Team in, in the 80s, uh, might, might be in the early 90s, and um, so they threw a statue of the KFC Colonel into the river. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't find it for ages. Yeah. Um, when they did find it, it lost, it lost a hand and it lost glasses, um, but they've never won a World Series since oh. that happened. But it, it was the, the, the series was broken, uh, that, that run of bad luck was broken this year. Last month, that? in fact. Wow, wow. The, the curse of the colonel is now done. People died looking for like the glasses in the hand of the KFC colonel. Okay. They wow. dragged out the river and then they... Stone they, glasses? It was, like, it was real glasses they'd put on a, right. on a, on a statue. Yeah. But they, they gave it back to KFC and went, do you want this back? And it was just this filthy statue. And they went, no, of course not. Oh, We're cursed. not putting that outside. It's <laughs> and it's cursed. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We'll never sell a bit of chicken again. Mm. Well, I think they'll be all right. But I, I do <laughs> we don't think know. with this curse, I'm, I'm no expert on curses, but to me it just seems suspicious. You know, it, it, that feels to me like it's not quite gone yet. There's a sequel, potentially. I'm no expert on curses. But <laughs> I'm no expert on curses. But <laughs> but if I'm going to have a go, maybe <laughs> international week. Um, Vish, I mean, look, it's you know the fact is they got a late equaliser. Scotland, old Shankland scored, mm. um, it, so it was a bit of relief there. But as I say, you know, it is a step in the right direction from Scotland. They've done this a lot through this qualifying campaign by qualifying early, of course, and not losing in Georgia. Whether it's still cursed or not is is a, a decent result for them, all things considered. I think. Yeah, and maybe this is thinking about it a bit too much, but it's a decent result to be annoyed about as well, isn't it? Because Ooh, like it felt like there. everyone came out of that game. Steve Clark said that they were um, too impatient in their build-up. Um, McTominay called some of the Georgian players disgraces for rolling around on the floor. Rolling around like babies. <laughs> rolling around like babies, yeah. Like babies babies yeah. do roll, actually, don't they? Because mm. uh, they can't the neck. Eventually, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so there was, they should have picked one up and tried to burp it. Imagine if you picked up a player and tried to burp a <laughs> Is that Georgian a looking? player. I suppose it would be, wouldn't it? Technically, it's quite unsporting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's not quite ungentlemanly conduct. It's, if anything, it's gentlemanly conduct. Mm, yeah, I, I think depends it would, on the tone. I think that's it would true. be. Think, yeah, that's true. I yeah. think it would be frowned upon. Yeah, um, I mean, it was. Yeah, obviously, you know, um, Kvarat Skelia or Kvaradona scored a couple of goals. I, I was, I was thinking about Kvarat uh, Skelia because um, he he's still quite early in his career. Mm-hmm. But he's got a very distinctive silhouette, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, does. Very and distinctive he... style of, yeah. of running and playing. A mm. little bit of Blanco, uh, the Mexican player. I like that. Yeah, so yeah. Slightly hunched. Um, yeah, slightly hunched, always leaning forward. Yeah, but yeah. A, bit of, a bit of Grealish, not with the posture, but with the socks down and that. Um, well, it's it's bit... quite a common trait, isn't it? Of, it is, of people yeah. who play, play football like he does, quite uh-huh. classy players. A little bit of Chris Waddle, I think, with the way he sort of maybe sort of shimmies and stuff um, uh, and whatnot. Yeah. But, but he's, a, he's a lovely player, no mm. doubt. The first goal as well, the way he slid in. And scored. It was like that was like a centre half making a last ditch tackle. <laughs> but yeah, he's managed to score. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit like you you think players like that like walking off the field clean. Mm. 
Like, don't get your shorts dirty, mate. That's, leave that to others. Yeah, not Faradona, though. He was he was excellent. But, um, yes, McTominay scored again. Pete Donaldson. Yes, he cannot stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stop it, I shout. It is remarkable how, you know, sometimes international football can elevate certain players. And he's very much been one of them. He'll be uh, crucial when they go to the Euros next summer, of course. In, in my mind, he only scores goals in the second half, but I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. It's just, there was a rescue job on. Yeah, well, he got the equaliser there, but the rescue job really was Shankland, of course, in uh, in in the uh, in, in the dying seconds. In, um, in, in the piece in the Guardian, it said the the late a late Lawrence Shankland. Lawrence Shankland sounds like a late name, doesn't that's it? Right, it's that's like right. the late Lawrence Shankland who invented. The Bean. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have thought with a name like that, it sounds like he owns land in Scotland and they're not happy about it. Yeah, yeah. Local protesters I mean? <laughs> converged on the on the driveway of Lawrence Shankland. Yeah, he would buy the country pub. He'd yeah. do like what Sting did. Was it Sting who right. bought the country pub next to him and closed it? Oh, it was too much noise? That wow. is... That's, well, that's a big allegation. That's, that's I'm not, a big I, one, think, I think it is Sting. Have a little, yeah. have a little quick look. Have a little Google. Yeah. yeah. I, while, while we're Googling that, I think it is um, <laughs> loath as you are yes. for me to take it back to the football. Please. Um, it, it, that late winner is massive, isn't it? Because they'd lost a few games now. That sense of momentum had been halted for Scotland. Mm. And even though this isn't a win, and as we know, we, it's inconclusive or not as to whether the curse has been list, lifted, um, it does get that momentum back on track a little bit. And they will have been wanting to top the group. And that's bit harder now yeah uh, but it's it's still important Steve Clark spoke a lot before the game about mm-hmm. keeping this going not being complacent and, and essentially having to test themselves against uh, better opposition um, and prove themselves against better opposition and, and you can see that they're looking towards that by essentially mm-hmm. trying to get some more players to declare for Scotland mm-hmm. um, yes I think they need a bit more of an attacking threat, don't they? Harvey Barnes would be a great addition if they could get him. Have you heard the latest one? Yeah, Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon. Gordon. I can't see Anthony Gordon doing that. I mean, he's surely on the... I mean, after his England under-21 heroics last summer and whatnot, he... I would would say say that, like, Scotland is basically with the... It's basically Newcastle United's assistant manager FC. Yeah. So you've got Carver there, obviously, and the manager as well. I thought you were going to say Glasgow's close to Newcastle than London, so therefore, mighty fancy it for... Well, I mean, like, it's it's that nosy character from World War II sort of poking (laughs) over a wall going, come on. What? No England caps? Get over here. (laughs) What? No England caps? Come over here. (laughs) What? No England caps? Well, that was the scap, wasn't it? What? No bananas? What? No bananas, yeah. yeah, Exactly. Um, or well can he would he be eligible for Saudi Arabia now or does it not work like that oh I don't know probably I yeah. mean I'm sure I'm sure are you allowed as a country allowed to ra- relax the rules of citizenship I don't think you can if you live abroad presumably you can can't you maybe whenever yeah. you get a flight to sort of sort of Central America you always get that advert saying come to St Lucia and give us 10 grand and you can have a cool passport yeah and you can jump the queues <laughs> 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 well uh, yeah they have been um, trying to uh, get Harvey Barnes to um, switch allegiances. Tino Liveramento as well, and as you mm. mentioned, Anthony Gordon and Elliot Anderson. So as you said, Peter, it is um, very much the focus on Newcastle yeah. United. I, didn't, I think Anderson got as far as a training session, didn't he? Or he was, mm. he was he called was, up he was for going a group to. and then just decided he needed more time, which fair enough. I mean, this is just John Carver going through his contact list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's only got Shawler in. <laughs> and, uh, no, it was the Newcastle United janitor. And he yes. said, right, there's a couple of guys I've been talking to. <laughs> he said, listen, if he's got some sort of relation who's Scottish, then we'll have a look. Do you think mm. that's too honest? I thought maybe refreshingly yeah. so, but um, 
you know, I suppose it's it's not something that's ever been kept a secret. Mm. No, it's not like this is a particularly new tactic they're employing. Ireland in World Cup '94. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but even specific to Scotland as well. I think, like, I suppose the, the annoying thing would be players jumping on at certain times. So, for example, Che Adams ahead of the Euros. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got annoyed by that. Um, and I suppose if you're a fan, you probably have a bit more truck with it if it's an option that's going to either cover up a blind spot or, you know, improve a, a blind mm. spot where you you don't have that much depth or is someone who's actually going to come into the first team. Yeah. And I suppose if you're a player, you're probably thinking, well, brilliant, mate. I thought this is, you know, my once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play in a tournament. Mm. And I suppose mm. from Scotland's point of view, obviously this is this is relatively short-term, but it's within the span of those players' career. Mm. But if you're consistently being a team that's going to major tournaments, it kind of solves itself, doesn't it? You maybe don't need John Carver, of all people, to, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look at the aforementioned Scott McTominay. You know, I mean, I, I think it was his parents or one of his parents, Scottish. There's obviously a, a, a proper link there. But, you know, he has been one who has uh, been, um, you know, that was mentioned, obviously, because he's clearly, you see his accent, you know, where he's where he's from. Um, but it's worked out very, very well. So if you can do this, I mean, you still get, there was one recently. <sighs> there's still one or two English people that seem to think that Evan Ferguson might, you know, uh, yeah, declare yeah. it. was never a thing. Like, it was, the, mm. like, I, I find it laughable that it's even mentioned, of you know. And Ferguson himself looked particularly awkward in the interview. And was, well, not awkward, he just looked bemused and was a bit I, like serious. And the reaction to it was um, quite full on, and, mm. and rightly so. I think we always have to My, be. A... <laughs> mind you, though, in the, in the interview's defence, he probably thought, hmm. Grealish rice. We've done okay yeah. with this. Maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was. I, yeah, I like it when I like it how, when it happens like really late in people's career, like Schaller at the World Cup, Matt like, Elliott, <laughs> Matt yeah. Elliott, yeah. Yeah. Vinnie it's Jones. Always, it's always the way, isn't it? Because it 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 makes you think like. Are they waiting for call, like late call-ups from from their you know the country of birth? Well, right. Just like yeah, yeah even if it's are. really really unlikely. Though. Mm. And as Vish says, like that's when it becomes a bit of a. Well, look at Mikel Antonio. I mean, you know, he's not that long ago started playing for um, Jamaica, mm. and look, you know, he's he's obviously got uh, Jamaican heritage, hence the call-up. You know where he is, sort of, if you like, physically from is England, mm. and and so um, you know he he will be thinking, well, you know, there's a chance or whatever. And there's a few players um, who play for Nigeria at the moment with yeah. uh, Alex Iwobi and um, Tarek uh, Lamptey plays for Ghana. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, this is this is this is sort of standard stuff. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, but that 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 tends to, like the Nigerian FA um, are pretty hot on this. Yeah, they they, they kind of went through to do it, but but it kind of makes sense if you think about like the diaspora in this country. Yeah, yeah, speak. like. There's, um, you know, and I speak of someone of, of my generation, so what, I'm 37, my parents moved over here in 84, I was born in 86. Yeah. I don't really have an affiliation to Sri Lanka, but uh-huh. a lot of what I am and a lot of the things I yeah. feel and culturally am aware of are very Sri Lankan. Sure. And I suppose it kind of, in some ways, and I'm, I'm only speaking personally here, but, it, but I have noticed it from even someone like Alex Awobi. The way I think Alex Awobi was born in Niger, to be fair. I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but even Alex Awobi has spoken about, actually, it's quite a cool thing to, yeah. it, it's not quite giving it back, but it, it kind of puts you more in touch with perhaps a side of your sure. self that you've mm. kind of unwillingly closed in, in mm. your own way because or you've just grown up closed, in a different country. Or closed for you, if you like, kind of thing. Yeah, but, but, but a lot a lot of times it is, is, it is actually a choice. Okay. I, 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 more through like, it's quite hard to cultivate two different um, yeah. personas. Like some people in my family are good at it. I'm not particularly good at it. But mm. 
if, for example, I was a footballer and I was not playing for England and Sri Lanka came calling, I think, oh, you know what? That is very cool. And that's a very, that's a very different way, quite a unique way of getting in touch with that mm. part of yourself. Yeah, indeed. and I think that's quite profound. I mean, obviously, I, you know, <laughs> I do remember, though, when Danny Welbeck played for England against Ghana at Wembley. Mm. He got booed by the Ghana fans when he came on because he'd obviously, you think he could have played for Ghana. Right. And he, yeah. I thought, come on, that's yeah. a bit of it. But all countries do it, as, as yeah. you say. I mean, England. I would it. take Harland. Well, it's I would not, take Leeds, Bourne, Erling, Haaland. Yeah, we can't do that, and unfortunately, can't do it now. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's a bit like when Casper Schmeichel, um, who was born here, I believe. Yeah, it's kind of like I think his father will probably decide. He'll have the casting vote. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Um, there were a few examples of of non English players that became eligible for England. Manuel Almunia was one. Yeah, that's I remember, and well, that I mean, John I think Barnes it would have been very strange. John yeah. Barnes is, is is quite a famous example. Paolo um, Di Canio as well. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Because he'd never played for Italy, of course. Yeah, and he became, what well, could have become naturalised and all that. Interesting, very interesting, um, of course. Well, Scotland do face uh, Norway and, and uh, Erling Haaland in their final group game. Martin Odegaard um, uh, has missed Arsenal's last three games after being hit in the face with a ball in training, we've heard, Jim. Mm. Um, so not um, uh, brilliant stuff for him. That does make it sound like he's a bit soft. It does. But then if you do <laughs> get absolutely cannoned break in the your face... Nose. <laughs> yeah. You can break an um, orbital bone or Exactly, yeah. yeah. It yeah. met the criteria to count as concussion apparently yes. so you have to have ah. six days um i think six days um uh, uh, away from yeah. being hit in the face with stuff Tell them um, I, I got my bell rang yeah and you just have six days soft play or something I, yeah i believe so right. yes and then you uh you i think you have to pass certain <laughs> tests as well so you have to have no symptoms after that yeah right. but like he's I, also got a hip injury yeah right. I, as i say when i read it because he got hit in the face by a ball you've got oh, to work bloody that. arsenal don't like it up <laughs> They don't, Jim. It's yet further. No, they should word that differently. You have to sanction Arteta. He got absolutely (laughs) cannoned in the face by a ball. That that is the only way you can do that. But of course, um, Scotland now must beat Norway and hope Spain lose to Georgia if they want to top the group. See, this is a shame, isn't it? Because you were hoping Mm. that they might top the group. Get in a better pot potentially, well, but we'll see. Who so knows? You would you would think Spain would would, would top um, the group. Speaking of Spanish things, everybody, mm. how about this Spain legend, Xabi Alonso, joined Andy on on the continent this week. Whoa, that is massive, huge. Up until now, huge I thought I was the only rambler that uh, <laughs> very 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 briefly spoke to that man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Alonso as well as uh, Great Jacker. Spoke to Andy on the latest edition of At The Match all about how Bayer Leverkusen have transformed themselves from relegation contenders to Bundesliga leaders in just 18 months. So to hear that episode, just search On The Continent on your podcast app and make sure you subscribe while you're there. That is massive, though. Shabby Alonso. He's a beautiful man, beautiful player, and a beautiful manager, it would seem, Peter. Certainly. And, and when I sort of see um, Andy sharing a, a dugout or a chair... Uh, well, two chairs. <laughs> Big he wasn't during the game. Sharing a chair with Abby Alonso in the interview. I imagine that... if you sat on his lap. Yeah. Did you not, re- not realise Andy's assistant manager at Bayer Leverkusen? He had a little baby's bottle that he was feeding Alonso. Um, <laughs> but it gives me... It's exactly the plug Andy would have wanted. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> They're called dummies. It's called... Uh, if you, um, I'm just getting in a, in a Euro 2024. Um, I'm getting excited about it. You are? I get excited about Germany. I'm getting excited... Yes. About Africa Bab in the street. I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting excited that, about eating sausages and black pudding. And, oh, man. Yeah. You you can do kebabs in the street any time. I be can. Fair. But, but it's, it's not better in Germany, is it? Better, better over there. Better over there. Better over there. Oh, hey. How about Can't that? wait for the queues. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, we do love a queue. Um, gentlemen, tonight, England versus Malta. Big one at Wembley. England have already qualified, thank goodness. Um, Will... 
Gareth Southgate experiment with his team against the minnows of Malta tonight. Jim I was working in the lab <laughs> last night <laughs> with we'll my waistcoat on and my Bunsen burner light. We've got this player. He's got the legs of Grealish. He's got the... <laughs> What have you done? You've oh, got no. a prison. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It's like, yeah. Um, I think you should answer that question. Um, yeah. Because I think you know the answer. Because we were all going to give the answer we want. Yeah. And you, as a Southgate acolyte, yeah. for good reason, <laughs> mm, um, thank you. will correct us and say, yeah, but so let's start. No, with no, 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 no. You Are we going to see the Marcus man? No, you give your answers and I'm not, I'm just, I'm not going to say anything. How about that? You got <laughs> okay. So do you think he experiment? Yeah, I think he will. Yeah. Because he's, right. he's yeah, like that. With who? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Experiment. With who? With Rico Lewis, yeah. Cole Palmer. Okay. Uh, oh, you you know, think he's going to go full on? Like, no, like no, no, I, I don't. I, I think yeah. I think he will experiment to a point within the parameters he's already set out. Um, I was going to get basically. I was going to answer this and get excited about all the talent, mm. and I knew you were going to reel no, me just, in. No, I'm not reeling you in. You are. You're doing it now with your eyes. No, we, I, I, <laughs> stop. Stop reeling me. me in. Stop no, reeling me with that. licking his lips and blowing kisses your way. <laughs> yeah. Did you, so did you see the uh, Rondo clip? Yes, that was going oh, it's around? great. <laughs> Makes you feel sick. <laughs> but like, so this is, like watching their turbine go around. So it's it's basically you're piggy in the middle with yep. with Carl Walker, the fastest man in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam Johnson. Sam Johnson can't whatever. use his hands though. Can't use his hands, but quite a big bloke. Yeah, yeah. they were obviously in tight. Cole Palmer running a session. Basically. Cole Palmer yeah. was the man of the moment. Now I Rico understand. Rico Lewis was very. And then Rico Lewis, well. yeah, for a brief moment, it was like, mm. right, okay. Rico Lewis is probably like, oh yeah, we do about. 80 of these at Man City yeah. to get warmed up. I've been doing these since I was three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I understand people, some people will be very impressed with that because it is impressive, there's no doubt. Yeah. Other people say, well, I'm sure other teams, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, fine. But we can still enjoy the clip. And you're yeah. right, Cole Palmer just seemed to be just popping it through the middle of the play. It was just the confidence that young man has. Yeah. Perhaps we will see him tonight. Kyle Walker was fuming by the end because Jordan Henderson is counting the... Uh, yeah. Either... <laughs> Counting either the and that's why he's there now. That's, yeah. That is one of the reasons. Or his wages. <laughs> <laughs> all, the people, all the people in the stand at home games. <laughs> one, two, three. Not <laughs> good at counting. Yeah. I know it. Now I break up to ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was. It was impressive. The aforementioned uh, Rico Lewis was called up at the start of the week for the first time. Yeah. You would think mm. that was just a kind of here's a little taste of the biscuit. Yeah. Get used to the setup. Yeah. Exactly. I think to to. Slightly double back and answer your question, Marcus. I think we will see Trent Alexander-Arnold start in midfield. He does like to do that. Yes. He's called him up as a midfielder. He's made, yeah. made quite a sort of um, point of, of talking about that. So I think we're going to see that. Because I think he might be in there as a sort of insurance policy in case Calvin Phillips doesn't move in January and gets no football. Just so you've got a player with, who's a bit fresher in that position. Could you think? Could you? I think. I know this plays slightly differently, but well, I think that would be my point. I wouldn't have. I think you're more likely to have Connor Gallagher as cover for Calvin Phillips, or indeed Jordan Henderson. Whereas I think if he wanted to play a midfield with two advancing rather than two behind Bellingham, you'd have Trent Alexander-Arnold on one side. If you wanted to change the shape of that midfield, you know, I don't think he would slot in next to Rice necessarily but I mean you know you're just having little tinkers here and there do you know um, when Trent Alexander-Arnold was at his best mm. it was say two or three sorry at his best at right back yeah. a lot of it was dependent on um, Henderson covering for him and basically filling in in the right back role essentially when Liverpool mm-hmm. had the ball and Arnold was going forward and when they got hit back Henderson would be in that right back position mm-hmm. do you think Conor Gallagher could do that role in order to get the most out of midfielder mm. Trent Alexander-Arnold, in that he wouldn't necessarily have to play out of position, mm-hmm. in not out of position, but in midfield. 
So what you would have what Rice Gallagher? Well, I'm, I'm trying to as, 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 I, as I talk. Gallagher would be it, the other side of Rice if that was. Well, the so case. that's what I mean. So flipping them essentially, yeah. so that you'd have that, or, or even it could it could just go where Alexander Arnold goes. If you think of like how. My answer's no. Yeah, but no, that's, no, that's, that's fair enough. Because I because I was also thinking about it. Well, then where where does Carl Walker go? Well, exactly. Carl Walker. There's, just... there's a knock on effect of all that, which I suppose is the reason why Alexander Arnold will play in midfield. My only he's trepidation... not going to start over Trippier or Walker. No, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but my only but my only trepidation about Alexander Arnold in midfield yeah. is what he's like without the ball in midfield. Of course, I mean, but yeah, you would hope that he's had enough drilling at Liverpool and whatnot in similar kind of roles to, to know what to do with that. But yes, there would be, for some people, there might be a question mark there. Yeah. Whereas Gallagher has the best stats of ball retention, I think, if midfielders in the in the whole league. You know, he's wow. clearly um, impressed at Chelsea this season. He's obviously played well in, in, in other seasons um, for, for Palace as well, if you want to go all the way back there. So yes, I would have imagined that in a particular type of role, Gallagher's there. However... You know, if if, if 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 England are down and you think, right, do you know what, lads, we we need something or or whatever. I think Trent is a very handy player off the bench as well, which is something that it sounds a bit odd saying that because, of course, he's never off the bench for Liverpool. Um, he's always starting. So yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, but and I think that's a really good point because one of the main criticisms coming out of Euro twenty twenty four Southgate was his use of substitutes. It felt yeah. like it was a bit school. Yeah. A school team in that like so Saka came on and did really well and Saka would always be the first sub yeah. and yeah. I suppose even having an option even having these closers per se mm-hmm. from the bench is going to have multiple options to come on and do multiple different things whether it's closing out a game or chasing a game yeah. that is only mm. going to improve England yeah yeah, but I would imagine tonight um, you could maybe even see Ollie Watkins start even though Kane yeah. probably wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't fancy that <laughs> uh, you, you, so you, you might see one or two but I think you summed it up Vish moments ago when you said it will be there will be experiments but within the parameters you know could we see Ezra Konza get some minutes surely I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool I think he's someone who has been really impressive this season considering that when Tyron Mings got injured in the first game of the season you kind of thought right they've lost a bit of a leader there and he stepped up Konza stepped up basically and, and shown that responsibility and yeah like I mean as, yeah, you might as well. We are kind of lacking for um, for regular faces in, in defence, so why not? Some mm. suggested that when Tyron Mings was playing for England and Konza hadn't been called up yet to the senior score, they're actually saying maybe Konza would be the better option. Um, right. But Mings, I think, yeah, that... Um, Mings being left-footed, you know, left-footed that's also, obviously quite a big mm, deal. Yeah, I mean, got some, some <laughs> if you like, big minutes under his belt at the Euros, of course. And he's a big personality and, and, and a leader, whereas Konza seems to be kind of coming through with regards to all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, um, and he's of he's of an age where you, he can he's got broader shoulders than yes. than most other um, you know prospects. You would say in that. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're seeing this sort of, sort of newer also, generation of defenders coming through now with Colwell, Konza, mm. Gay. You know, it's quite exciting actually because England have lacked a little bit in those areas. I mean, Stones are still, what, 29? You know, he's still going to be around for a few years, but, you know, it's quite nice also, to see. Also, uh, Konza just wrote, up the fucking villa on Twitter. <laughs> Did he actually? <laughs> on, on November the 12th. So oh, November I'm a no, big no. fan of him. I thought you right. said he would release that today and you're like, no, no, you're not with... <laughs> <laughs> you're playing for a different side. Uh, <laughs> Eric Dyer's obviously not in the squad this no. time. Didn't stop Harry Kane them dropping him in an interview this week. Kane was asked which player he'd least like to sit next to on a long-haul flight and he replied, Eric Dyer. Eric just sleeps everywhere on the coach on the plane, so I'll be getting no conversation from him. Oh, who? Oh, good God, that's perfect, isn't it? <laughs> I thought that. Yeah. I thought Lord exactly that. alive. <laughs> Just read a book, Eric. I, I never. Eric, thought... wake up. 
<laughs> I want to talk about my feelings. Oh, God. I want to talk about my goals. Eric, can we bless yeah. at the same time? <laughs> he's not He's not asleep. <laughs> he's not asleep. He's got those glasses with eyes on. Or the other way around, I don't know. Eyes closed. He's, he's written three Zs on his head. Yeah. <laughs> his forehead. He's always asleep. That seems ideal. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't think. Um, mm. I thought I thought Kane would be a bit more Perfect relaxed. You're you're partner. quite a chatty plane passenger, aren't you, Marcus? You like a little plane chat. Sorry about that. No, I'm not. It's <laughs> not a criticism. As soon as you're in there, I'm concentrating on my farts. So yeah, people can't smell them up there. It's perfect. We don't know. I do yeah. my people best can't work. Smell them up there. They just can't. Your nose, uh, the 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 capillaries in your nose close up. I think, and I, you can't smell anything. Well, anything we, I'm up to. That's why the plane food is so salty. Can't smell anything I'm up to. Wow. That's not anything I'm up to. If you see I could Pete have dazzled a... petrol. No, I would not. If you see Pete on a plane, do get back to us. Yeah. Um, we, we wouldn't know. Well, don't get you always... No, we're going <laughs> to get an absolute deluge of correspondence yeah. because everyone looks like Pete. That's yeah. true. <laughs> we, we don't know what he smells like on a plane because he always books a separate flight to us. Somebody, somebody did Snapchat a picture of me to their mate. That, that was weird. They saw me randomly. I was still having fun uh, at like, you know, six o'clock in the morning in like Sweden or something. Well done. Or getting on a flight. Well done. And someone took a picture. It's the best picture anyone's ever taken of me. I look amazing. <laughs> That's how and you get I the best. never say that. That is how you get the best out of yourself. I'll yeah. keep telling you. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. 
born in England. Tell us something your mum doesn't know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. I'd get a tattoo of him. Yeah, I really he's would. Great. I, really, <laughs> I hope they've just given him free tickets to every England game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vish, um, I, I, sorry to take over, Mark. I'm just a bit worried um, legally that um, we've not found out whether Sting closed that pub or not. Oh, um, yes. sorry, yeah, I stopped, uh, you stopped, stopped Googling, Googling it. Oh, never mind. Well, you, you carry on with that, but just let us know within the next five minutes whether that happened or whether it did Yes, happen, we'll right? do. We'll do. Okay. okay. Armenia versus Wales tomorrow <laughs> at 2 p.m. Um, seems pointless talking about this now while we wait about yeah. this uh, confirmation. The, who, did summer, who did Summer of 69? Brian, Brian Adams. Adams. The... Oh, Brian Adams. What, but what's the other, the really no. annoying, but it's my life? You're Googling the wrong... Ah, you it go- was Brian Adams. There you go. It was Brian Adams. Oh, Brian Adams uh, bought a house in Chelsea. He's a Chelsea um, fan as well. The pub next door to him was too noisy for his taste, so he bought the place and shut it down. Right. Wow. Okay. Aww. That's the, that, that's a bit rich for a man who released an album called Waking Up the Neighbours. <laughs> Well, maybe it well played. Well, we don't know well what played. point of view that was from. Maybe yeah, can I noise. say at the pub? Maybe I love the fact that, that you know that's one of his albums. I just worked for Absolute Radio for ten years. That's all you did. Yeah. I did. Oh, that's Brian. A- Brian Adams is Absolute Radio fodder, isn't it? Mm. Oh, do you, massively. Do you yeah. have another album called Reckless? Uh, yes. Yeah, there you are. So, yeah. he's, he's man's a fraud. He talks a good game, doesn't he? The man is a fraud. By the way, right. He's got a lot of money, so, you know, hence buying a house in Chelsea and all the rest of it. Surely you would see that that pub is there. Yeah. Mm. Or pay to remove your ears. Don't ruin everyone else's yeah, he's, he's only Soundproof but... one wall. Is there anything yeah. else about Armenia versus Wales that we sort of can avoid? Well, we, I, think we, I think we speak for everyone where we hope that they manage to do it because yes. they've set themselves up for, like, having to do a couple of, a few cup finals that's in a right, row. That's right. And they've managed the most difficult one. So I think they've, they've got enough to do... Do the double in the in the in the trio in That's the triforce right. in the triptych. Um, I just hope they get through this um, this test. They, they, I mean, they lost this game, didn't they, in Wales? Mm. Which is the um, well, as I've, I've mentioned a number of times before, the, a, a fine collection of goals were scored yeah. by Armenia. Mm. So, if you're if you're Rob Page, you would say, look, how often does that one go in? How often does that one go in? Mm. You know, unfortunately, it did go in that night. Mm. So, by the law of averages, just let them shoot, lads. Just <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, so of course, Wales have given themselves a fighting chance of qualifying because of that great victory against Croatia. So they, they need to beat Armenia. Then they host Turkey, mm. who are top of the group and already qualified. Yeah. So, you know, you've, you've got to put this one away because, my goodness, what a chance at home against an already qualified side. A good side. Mm. Let, let, let's but we forget. A side cursed by Andy Brassel. <laughs> Indeed. So <laughs> it, it is tantalising, um, of course, uh, if, if Wales can, can beat Armenia. Um, Croatia are away to Latvia on Saturday, which you would imagine they would win, and then they host Armenia, which you would imagine they would win as well. So that's why we're thinking Wales need to win both yeah. of these games, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's very nicely poised, and all eyes on that one, because it is such an important game. Um, Rob Page uh, was speaking about VAR this week, and he said that rugby unions, television match officials, are way ahead of VAR in football. And whenever someone likens football to rugby, I tend to just think, oh, yeah, 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 sod off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very different. Um, and also... Um, very different be, traditions be, as well. Very different traditions, very different rules. Um, and the role of the referee is really, really different as well. It's essentially sort of yeah. like keeping everybody safe on the pitch because it's so much more aggressive. Um, but also it's had years more practice. Mm. So, I mean... So I, I do think we, So we can't be bothered doing No, but I think there's a, there is potentially an arrogance from within football where they essentially are going to put that... F- 
view forward though that oh the sports are so different there's nothing we can really learn from from rugby let's not listen to that lot rugby does it really well so maybe consult them and I don't know that they haven't consulted them I'm sure they have yeah um but I I I, th- I think Rob Page is bang right oh okay interesting um he's not the only Welshman who's in charge of a national team of course have you heard this that uh, Rob Sherman all the Welsh Robs are uh, getting the jobs at the moment. He's been appointed manager of Fiji. And uh, his first game is on Saturday tomorrow against the Northern Marianas Islands. I'll be honest, I've never heard of them. Mm. Um, and he's targeting qualification for the big one, the World Cup itself, because Oceania now has one more qualification spot. Mm, 1.5, isn't it, officially? Because yeah, it, it was a playoff. It was 0.5 before, yeah, yeah, which was how New Zealand would need to play a playoff, as you say, and, and, and whatnot. I mean... It, what is there? Two hundred and eleven, I think. Um, FIFA uh, nations, like teams that that compete. Yeah, and we're not far off a quarter of them playing at the at the World Cup in, uh, <laughs> in in North America. I think you know. So if you don't qualify, you've really got to look at yourselves. Yeah, haven't yeah. You? <laughs> pack it in. This, this, um, pack it in. So yeah, a lot, all the pressure is on uh, Rob Sherman now to get Fiji to the World Cup. He's a very impressive man, though. There's a, there was yeah. a sort of article on him, which is how he discovered that he's taken taken over this job and he he used to I think he's represented Wales in three different sports he um, I mean that is good been a footballer in his time he he was a lifeguard and I think he um <laughs> he competed in like the 100 meter beach sprint which is something that a lot of lifeguards do because obviously yeah. it's you, you you know you might save someone's life if you're mm. slightly and, faster and of course the 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 guy who's won the most of them is David Hasselhoff Although he always went, he he always went very slowly, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But he's building up speed. Apparently, apparently, run all the way to Berlin and knock that wall down. (laughs) The momentum, the sheer momentum. Yeah, but you need just across the Atlantic. Apparently, in real life as well, it was quicker. Right. Okay. Okay. Very slow. (laughs) Interesting. Imagine the opening credits of Baywatch if they just did it in real time. Yeah. How crappy would it be? Real time, no music on it. <laughs> In the background, somebody shout, Dev! Dev, do you want ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, yeah, well, well done, Rob Sherman. Uh, we wish you all the best. Yeah. We wish you all the best. Uh, from from one impressive man to another, um, let's talk about Portugal versus Iceland on Sunday. Uh, Portugal have been very impressive in qualification and Cristiano Ronaldo scored last night against Liechtenstein his 128th international goal. The next player in the men's um, list down from that is Ali Dai, who, of course, you remember years ago when, when we were doing profiles and all that, so Ali Dai was this mythical figure yeah. who had scored 108 international goals played for Bayern Munich for a bit but barely off the bench right but international football was clearly where he massively excelled Mm. although he had an impressive um, club career Ronaldo's got 20 more than him yeah (laughs) it is is ridiculous at this point (laughs) 120 he's 38 he's still going I reckon if you asked him can you get to 200 I reckon about 50% of his brain's thinking yeah I think I can hmm it's what? just stunning stuff. I know it's only Liechtenstein, but the man is scoring goals. There are a lot of games like that, aren't there? And that's yeah. how he rack those up. Yeah, well, I mean, well, exactly. You know, why have not more people got 128 international goals, Jim? But to, to be fair, yeah. well, actually, maybe, maybe maybe not to be fair, but um, so Ruben <laughs> Neves played, played in defence yesterday, yeah? Right. And then in front of him, Jota, Bruno Fernandes, um, Bernardo Silva, Jao Cancelo, Jao Felix... Ramos, Gonzalo Ramos yeah. and Ronaldo. That's disrespectful to Liechtenstein, isn't it? We don't need anybody running back. Yeah. No defenders. Yeah. You do what you want over there. Yeah. We're not even bothered, mate. Um, but huh. not only are there more types of those games, but provided, you know, if he wants to go 
beyond the Euros, and there's every chance that he might. We don't mm-hmm. know that it, that's even necessarily I'll close it off from there. Mm. I mean, with that supporting cast, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. like a that's like a cross between Ocean's Eleven and Weekend at Bernie's. I like that. You've just <laughs> like got all that. these like heavy hitters, yeah, and they're yeah. like, right, we can prop you up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And obviously, they're not quite propping him up, but there were a few times yesterday where. He was. He's clearly just got one number in his or one tally in his head that mm. he's constantly thinking about because yeah. he missed quite a good chance from about the penalty spot at the start of the second half and hit the post. Yeah, um, you know, uh, not so long before his um, his actual goal. And every time he misses, he looks f- he's fuming because he's like, yeah. "That might be the last." It's another one. one. Yeah, yeah. They only won two nil. Yeah, slugs despite ten attacking players. Mm. Well, it goes to show you that every team needs a Claude Bacca lately. <laughs> um, we promised you South America. Let's go there now. Colombia beat Brazil 2-1. The first time they've ever beaten Brazil in a World Cup match. There's obviously not World Cup finals, but a World Cup qualification match. Wow. And so it's a huge result anyway. Yeah. Then you throw in Luis Diaz and all that stuff. Vitushin and Tarazia amazing scenes and an amazing night in Colombia last night. Yeah, unbelievable. You think of all the things that could have happened with uh, Diaz's father and the idea that he was there in the crowd watching his son score both of yeah. those goals in such a historic win is it? ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Is Luis Diaz an underrated header of the ball? I'm also going to say that, yeah. That yeah. second one in particular, throwing himself at it, it's glorious mm. stuff. Yeah, it was um, all pretty magic. I, what a... <laughs> What a lovely, cute father, by the way. Oh, yeah, he's oh, an adorable just, little thing. So, <laughs> adorable so little dad. Pleased that he's safe. Yeah. Who's got the yeah. most adorable dad here? Um, My dad looks like Martin Yole. There you go. <laughs> winner. And winner. constantly yeah. smiling. The winner. Yeah. Right, You've good. won. You've won. Is your that, is your that dad's it? pretty yeah. great, Pete. Say again? Your dad's pretty great. He's not adorable, though. He's roly poly. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite sweet in its own way. I mean, babies are often. Yeah, that's true, rolling that's true. Is he always yeah. rolling on the floor? Like, <laughs> little forward rolls. Yeah, um, it's yeah. got a big lollipop. I mean, look, the, 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 yeah. So it's obviously, everyone is incredibly happy for Diaz to have his father and his mother back as well. She was obviously taken or released a while ago. Mm. But then to score two goals in a in a historic victory for Colombia, it's it's amazing. And he he'd missed a, a couple of efforts earlier than that, and you thought. Oh no! Please don't yeah. lose one nil, and you've missed a couple of chances I mean, that you might yeah, otherwise put the, away. The first one he missed when it was one nil, he looked absolutely yes. just bereft. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but fortunately, just everything conspired so it would be his and Colombia's night. Martinelli got the goal for Brazil. Jim, mm. it was quite nice to see, wasn't it? It was nice to see Gabriel played as well. So yeah, I mean, well and, done them, and also Diaz scoring. Well done, the well done the Gabriels. Also scoring against his um, his Liverpool teammate Allison in goal who embraced him after the final whistle. So much narrative. More there, narrative than usual. Well, there really is. And, I, and uh, you know, the, the, the fans, um, you know, there was there was reports on, on, on X, formerly known as Twitter, um, that uh, two hours before the game, the stadium was filling up. There was so much fanfare for this because of Luis Diaz, who is mm. who is their main man now. You know, the, the, the baton has been passed from from Hamas Rodriguez, who still plays, of course, but but Diaz is there. Um, it's filling up, you know, it's getting a, it's getting a, a great atmosphere, but also... Uh, there was a feeling that this could be Colombia's time to finally beat them in mm. um, in, in in a World Cup qualification match, uh, and they bloody well have done it. They bloody well have uh, done it, and not the only outstanding result from the continent there as well. Because Uruguay beat Argentina two nil in Buenos Aires last night, and obviously they are managed by Marcelo Bielsa, mm. <laughs> Jim Campbell. Lovely old job for them. 
Lionel Messi said, you can see Bielsa's hand on the way Uruguay is playing, yeah. which is very, very enjoyable. It Obviously, is. Captain Chaos among the goals as well. Well, yeah, I mean, again, Darwin Nunes missed the chance early on, which he should have scored. Yep, and then he scored a goal late it's on. It's almost like a herald of a goal in the future, that, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, but it's incredible that he gets the chances. Yeah. Because you think to yourself, a chance that presents itself as, as the one early in, in the game did, you think, well, that's your chance yeah. gone kind of thing. Against an mm. airtight defence. It sounds almost idiotic, doesn't it? But finding space is a talent. Yeah. It's a real, real skill. Erling Haaland's amazing at it. How often do we see him like unmarked at the back post? You think, mm. How have you done that? How has a team allowed that? But it happens all the time. Well, it's, yeah. it's not the failure failure of a team. It's the it's the skill of the forward. Right. And and I think that we, we often call him Captain Cat. Well, everybody does, of course. That's... But but he is obviously an intelligent footballer because he keeps finding spaces mm. where I don't think many people would necessarily call him that because it is quite hectic. Um, but he, he was there and he was part of um, ending Argentina's fourteen match on, on, on uh, sorry his fourteen match winning run, which stretched back to the World Cup when Saudi Arabia beat them. And of course Argentina had been brilliant. Messi has scored in I think every Argentinian game since um, Poland at the World Cup as well. They, they've been brilliant in qualification. They're still top of the group despite that loss. Mm. And yet Bielsa and the boys turn up and put them to the sword. That's what happens, you see. Right, everybody, it's now time for the Football Ramble Acker with Betfair. Now Betfair are all about owning your game. So for Safer Gambling Week 2023, why not try out their handy online toolkit that really puts you in the driving seat and helps you stay on top of how much time and money you spend playing. It's no faff. You can easily add our tools to your account anytime you like because it's always good to buckle up before you bet. With Betfair this season, you can build your football accumulators with their 90-minute payout where all winning selections will be paid out at 90 minutes on their match odds 90 markets regardless of what happens in added time. So today and every Friday, we're building an acre of four match odds 90 bets. Jim, you're up first. I've gone for Denmark and Slovenia to draw. They are both at the top of their group by some distance. Denmark um, are without Rasmus Hoyland, who's obviously a big miss. Um, and Slovenia are not without Benjamin Sesko. So I think um, they might sort of cancel each other out a little bit. Denmark have the home advantage. Mm-hmm. Slovenia are in very, very good form. So I think it's going to be a draw. Liking, liking that, Jimbo. Peter? I think that Finland are going to give Northern Ireland a shoeing at home. <laughs> uh, they qualified for... Euro 2016 with a draw in Helsinki, but um, very different Northern Ireland side. I think um, George Shavell's 50th match uh, uh, in in the centre uh, may be an unha- unhappy one, unfortunately, because they've got a lot of injuries. Okay, a Finland victory you're going for. Vish, what about you? I'm going for Scotland to beat Norway. Ooh. Kind of a cele- celebratory. We've qualified, yeah. Hamden Park rocking on the weekend. Um, I just think it'll be a lovely old job for the Wee Scots. Oh. Okay, I'm going for Wales to beat Armenia. They need to do it. I think they're going to do it. So then, uh, Jim's gone for Denmark and Slovenia to draw. Pete's gone for Finland to beat Northern Ireland. Vish has gone for Scotland to beat Norway. And I've gone for Wales to beat Armenia in Armenia. A £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £228, 56 pence. And if we win all that money, we'll go to Prostate Cancer UK. Remember, with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets, your winning bet will be paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by some stoppage time drama won't be affected. And that's the same for our Ramble Acker every week. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook, T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 to get involved. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. He doesn't know what that means. It's Jack's encyclopedia. Oh. Hope you keep him well, everyone. Simple game of categories. 
Are you ready to play? I'm not even going to explain what it is. It's a simple game of categories. Close your uh, laptops. No, I'm using mine as a yeah, shield. shield. Use All right, shield. fine. Use them as a shield. In case, <laughs> okay, in case our friends cheat. Digital shields. It's like battleships in the studio at the moment. Unbelievable. Right. <laughs> Vish holds the uh, lineal belt. Uh, Jim won last week uh, after an unprecedented <laughs> three-way tiebreaker. That's one way to describe that absolute monstrosity. Um, we're going to kick things off with you, Jim, once again. Hope you... I got your Jackson Encyclopedia shoes on. Um, <laughs> we're going to kick things off with winners of the Men's England Player of the Year Award. Winners of the Men's England Player wow. of the Year Award. How many are there? Oh, like, yeah, like Everest. Ever. He's stolen. He's stolen. It started in 2003. So I'm going to go with Harry Kane. You're going to have Harry Kane. Just jump in right in there. Lovely. Well done. Bakaya Saka. Bakaya Saka. Twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. One, two, three, four times. Whoa. Wow. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Raheem. Didn't get there. Didn't get there. Wow. Sad to see. Frankie he's, Lampard. He's always performed very well. Frankie Lampard. Correct. Um, Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard. Cost. Um Ooh. Ooh, hello. It's Torres. I got for a slightly rogue one. Mm-hmm. Scott Parker. I like it. 2011. Wow. That's, well, nice that's a nice, lovely bit of work. That, that is nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am gonna go with. It's Torres. Formula One. It was. Harry Maguire. Yeah, I was guiding. Uh, unfortunately not unfortunately not congratulations Marcus for uh, bagging that one you could have had Adam Lalana. you could have had Ooh. Ashley Cole you could have had David Beckham Beckham Hendo 2019 um, Calvin Phillips I, I, I was going to guess Phillips or Rice I remember one of them got it okay. yeah. and finally for now he's releasing videos of himself on the internet Owen Hargreaves oh, 2006 oh. alright round two kick off with Marcus I'm sorry with you uh, the 20 biggest football stadiums in Europe by capacity oh, as per Wikipedia the 20 biggest football stadiums in Europe by capacity as per uh, Wikipedia we are classifying Europe by the countries that compete in European competition. Okay. Which is pretty flexible, isn't it? <laughs> Surely Wembley. Wembley Stadium, 90,000 people. Because if it's not, I'm cooking off. <laughs> uh, Stade de France? Stade de France, 81,000. The new camp. The new camp, the camp new, 99,000 the Bernabeu. Ooh, 81. 81. Uh, the Allianz Arena. Allianz, 75. Munich. Um, can I have Dortmund Stadium? Can I say that? Dortmund no, you've got to name the stadium. Yeah. Westfalen Stadium. Ooh. Oh. Well played. No. <laughs> if it was right. It's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus. Um, Old Trafford. Yeah, I should have just said that. Yeah, 75,000. Congratulations, Marcus. Uh, Hampden Park? Hampden Park is not in there. It's only 45, isn't it? Is it? It's 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 only 50. Why does it look so big on TV? Uh, It doesn't, though. One tier. Mm. She won? Yeah. Fuck. Marcus Speller wins! Marcus? Uh, Could have had the San Siro, lads. 
what we the EE Wembley Stadium or something at the yes. moment. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you, I think if you'd got that, you wouldn't have. You would have been fine. But because it doesn't comprise any of the words in the original uh, name of the stadium, I think you're uh, you're allowed yeah. to. When the Emirates becomes the Brian Adams Stadium, <laughs> okay. we won't call it the Emirates. Anymore. Well, you could have had the Ataturk uh, Olympic Stadium in oh. Istanbul. You could have had the one in Athens, Baku. Uh, could you have just said wow. Olympic Stadium? I think, I think it would have, <laughs> yes. you would have covered Rome. Yeah. Yeah. You would have got a few there. You would have got um, a few. You, uh, Metropolitano in Madrid. Uh, Stofsky Stadium in St. Petersburg, Luzhniki uh, Stadium in Moscow, a Millennium Stadium in Cardiff, uh, Olympic Stadion, Olympic Stadium in Berlin and Kiev. <laughs> yeah, there you Kiev. go. Uh, Pushkash Arena in Budapest, uh, San Siro in Milan. Um, we had uh, Stadio Olimpico, another one. Yep. <laughs> we had the <laughs> Stad Velodrome in Marseille. If someone had well. just said Olympic Stadium, we yeah. would have got yeah. Stadion yeah. Olimpico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just been variations. Hey, you got you got to draw a line somewhere. You and do, we drew Peter. the line where it was. There we right? are. And, and and you have to draw the line on the weekend somewhere, but you that do. line now is has been disrupted it, for it about two and a half it. days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Do follow us on Twitter, currently known as X, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram <laughs> at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. The gate to the weekend is open. Get out there, everybody. Have a jolly old time. Thank you very much, Vish. Thank you. Thank you, Pete. I want to run to you. Jim. Weekend. Thank you. Was that Bon Jovi? <laughs> no, Brian Adams. Brian, bloody Adams. He's rubbish, who Brian cares? Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Basically one of the same as far as I'm concerned. And thank you, Brian Adams. See you soon. <laughs> Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 